Katie Pritchard's the fast and the spurious. 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 It's Katie Pritchard on my radio show. I got sketches and talkings, so don't you go anywhere that isn't here and now with me in your ears. I got some radio funnies for you to hear. My mates came round and we made this show. It's the fast and the spurious. Now sit back and relax or listen on the go to the fast and the spurious. Katie Pritchard's the fast and the spurious. Katie Pritchard's the fast and the spurious. Katie Pritchard's the fast and the spurious. The fast and the spurious. The fast and the spurious. Hello and welcome to the fast and the spurious podcast with me, Katie Pritchard. The only show that is set in my very imaginary living room. That's right, I live in the basement of an old guy's mansion. There ain't no living room there. Uh, expect talking, because that's what we're going to be doing. Uh, our guest today could create something quite delicious together. One loves nothing more than peering through a camera. One loves nothing more than the feel of a pen betwixt her fingers. And the other one likes to get inside people. I am, of course, talking about director Michael Beddows, writer Amy Clark, and actor Derek Murphy. Yay. Hello. Hi, guys. Hi, Katie. Hello. Hi, Katie. Hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> welcome. Thank uh, you. Welcome in. Thanks how's, for having us. How's your day going? Pretty well. Yeah, yeah. good. I'm going to have your theme song stuck in my head all yes. day now. That is a catchy theme tune. <laughs> Thanks, guys. So uh, I'm just singing it on the way home. A, a lot of <laughs> five minutes spent on my uh, <laughs> non-branded editing software. But it's catchy mm. and people will remember it. Well, that's what matters. That's, well, that's the hope. <laughs> and they get to listen to your beautiful, sultry, dulcet Stop tones. Stop it. This is not Flare to Clock with Katie <laughs> <laughs> oh, Really? Oh, then no. I'm on the wrong show. That's coming up. <laughs> Coming up at nine, <laughs> or an hour from now, whenever you're listening. <laughs> Non-specific time zone. Um, hi guys, well, thank you so much for coming on my show. Oh, thank you for no inviting us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Um, what's the best thing that's happened to you so far this week? Well, it is only Monday. It is only Monday, <laughs> as we record this. But I finished some homework, which was, you know, actually a big achievement because I've been putting it off all weekend. Yes, proactivity. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes. Um, I don't know why. So I'm pleased with that. <laughs> yeah. Job done. Job I've done. spent most of today eating chocolate. Yeah. And more importantly, getting paid to eat chocolate. Yeah. yeah. Living the dream. Living the dream. Living the, dream. Living the life of an actor. You need to stop showing off. <laughs> um, I think I've won my next commercial job, which will be in New York. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. We yes, have a guys. winner. <laughs> ding, ding, I don't know. Chocolate. You did eat chocolate Although all day. I did eat chocolate all day and get paid for it. This is true. Uh-huh. And I brought you all chocolate as you well. Did. You did. did. That's so kind. I've... Not even me. Producer Catherine got everyone some glasses of water. So yeah, yeah. Um, you're treating us too well. So <laughs> we'll never leave. <laughs> um, let's start with a quiz so we can get yeah. to know, yeah. know each Woo. other. I love quizzes. Mm. Uh, so the way this works is we're going to ask a question. Uh, everyone's going to give an answer uh, to the question, and the person that gives the that wins gets the most correct answers is going to win a very special prize tonight, guys. Uh, you are going to win me performing you an interpretive dance of the role Levi Jeans have in today's society. It's going to be <laughs> totally emotional. Uh, are we ready for that 
Eyes on the prize, guys. Oh, we are oh, ready. We are ready. ready. we are ready. I will be very upset if I don't win this. I'm just saying that right now. <laughs> right. Well, um, who, who wants to start? Um, right. I have a question. Mm-hmm. If I was a Simpsons character, which Simpsons character would I be? Mm. That's a good one. <laughs> Mo. <laughs> I'm going to say Millhouse because everything's coming up Millhouse. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. I'm going to say Sideshow Bob because of all the murdering and the murderous intent. <laughs> I really like that answer. I really like that answer. I feel like my actual answer is going to be quite controversial, though. Oh. I'm going to say Lisa. Okay. And I'm going to explain for why. Because I think I am super intelligent. And really good at the saxophone. (laughs) So good at saxophone. Really good at saxophone. Great hair. Great hair. A massive know-it-all. Yeah. Yeah. And I look brilliant in a pair of uh, set of pearls. (laughs) You do. Okay, wow. (laughs) Um, Who do you think won? Oh, I'm going to have to go with Mike. Sideshow Bob. Okay. Who's got the next question? We can claw it back, maybe. Uh, Okay, I will go. So my question is... If I were a dog breed, what dog breed would I be and why? Good question. Okay, I think I have an answer. Yeah, go go for it. I would say a golden retriever because of your long blonde locks, (laughs) because of your loyal nature and because of your playful personality. (laughs) Okay, wow. <laughs> Have you guys prepared? No, I'm no. preparing this. <laughs> Derek just is used to sucking up to Amy. So. <laughs> That's true. No, I've been doing just, it for 15 yeah, years. This is called knowing each other for a very long time. <laughs> oh, I think you would be a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. Oh, How dare you? What? As I know what you're going to say. <laughs> well, they're really sweet and they're very loyal and they like swimming. Yes. They, they, they're quite clumsy. Oh, that is why. That's not what you say. You say how dumb they are. No, yeah, they are dumb, but you're not dumb. You're just very clumsy. I'm thinking of the one from Crufts that keeps running into the pole. Oh, yeah. I don't know that much about dogs, so um, I don't know the vital characteristics that you clearly need to answer this question. <laughs> but I'm going to go with. Bijon Freeze, because it's fun to say. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And they're so floofy. They're so floofy. They are very floofy. Just like you, Amy. I know. (laughs) (laughs) You're the floofiest person we know. Well, my answer is I would be... like a long-haired Jack Russell Terrier because of course. Um, I'm always zooming around all over the place and I'm quite scruffy most of the time mm-hmm. um, and I shout a lot so <laughs> <laughs> so I feel that that's who I would be if you had to pick one that of our answers well actually I've never been described as floofy and I really like it so I'm going <gasps> to choose you yes <laughs> Oh, yes. And now who's sucking up? <laughs> yeah, well, it's going on my CV. Oh, yeah. Floofy. <laughs> I am floofy. And Michael, what is your question? No regrets. My question, if I was any movie character, oh. who would I be and why? Any. Any, any movie ever. character. Oh, it's oh. going to be something action-y, isn't it? Is it? <laughs> yes. Bruce Willis in Die Hard. John McClane. Yeah, let's go with him. 
Yippee-ki-yay. Okay, well, I mean, because I know you pretty well, there's quite a few options, but I think I'm going to pick Peter Venkman from Ghostbusters, <laughs> who was played by Bill Murray. And I am choosing that because A, obsessed with Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. so he is. Uh, B, obsessed with Peter Venkman, so he is. And C, because he's always wanted to bust ghosts, so why not? <laughs> it was my dream Busting. job growing up was busting ghosts. Yeah, Busting so make you feel good. It yeah, does it, make it, me feel good. <laughs> I, my answer is, um, in, is it a Marvel film? Yeah. And it's Wonder a, Woman. The Raccoon. <gasps> Rocket Raccoon. From Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Okay. I can say that. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like... Oh, that's quite cute. Yeah. He's like all up in the action all the time. Mm. And, you know, he's got some cool gadgets there. Mm. Um, and he's quite sassy. And he's a psychopath. And he's all a psychopath. All the traits. Um, done. Yeah. Which was, I didn't want to put that one first, but um, yeah, that's the main... I feel a bit jealous that we didn't come up with that answer, actually. It's quite a good one. Do you think? Yeah. We fail. We'll leave now. Bye. Bye. You enjoy the rest of the show together. What is the correct answer? I think Amy wins. I just feel that he's just giving it to her because of, you know, the prior relationship. relationship. (laughs) I've got no idea. Well, I don't have a point yet, so I'll take it. (laughs) I think no one's actually won this round. So I no. think it was no. Sorry, I think guys, no one wins the interpretive dance of oh. Levi Jeans oh. in today's society. Or shall be forever lost. <laughs> maybe we all win. Maybe deep down. <laughs> um, so now we know loads about you guys. Yes. <laughs> we know so much. Um, let's find out about what you're working on. Um, so uh, Michael and Amy, it's quite exciting. So you're working on a cool filter film about drag queens, and uh, it's called Sequence. We are. It's starting as a short. Okay. So we're doing a short first mm-hmm. this year. And once that's made, we're going to use that to promote the characters, the world and the general feel of the feature film. Bruno, and how short is a short? Uh, it'll be 15 minutes. Cool. And which, yes, we will hopefully use as a proof of concept. But it's the story is very much its own self-contained story. And I'm currently writing the feature on my MA degree in script writing. Bruh. So, I yeah, developing that as we speak. In a very stressed out fashion. So. <laughs> We're all good mates here, aren't we? Um, you guys are like Besley mates for like 15 years. Yep, that is true. That's true. It is true. It's um, quite pointed. <laughs> the rumours are all true. <laughs> the rumours out. Um, Amy and Derek, how did you guys meet each other? Oh, now there's a question. Who's telling the story? Do, but do we tell them the real story? <laughs> No, no, we'll tell the one we've rehearsed about meeting at college. Yes, yeah, that one. We met at college, Katie. Thanks for asking. What were you studying? Uh, we were doing drama studies, drama and theatre studies. Mm-hmm. In, oh, God, a long time ago. In Cork City in Ireland. It's like 15 years ago. You're making me feel old now, Katie. It was a long time ago. Um, and We are kindred spirits, so we just stayed attached ever since. Yeah, we came back to Cork for a while, and then we moved to Dublin, and then I moved to London, and he followed me here. I couldn't. Aww. Dublin wasn't the same without her. Oh, just felt guys. empty and cold, <laughs> so I had to follow her and stalk her over to London. So. And then that's where we met. And that's where we met, Katie. <laughs> we had a lovely time working together. And that's where both our lives began. <laughs> Truly began. No <laughs> offence, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> and then how did you guys 
meet Michael? Um, funnily enough, I met Mike originally on Twitter through another filmmaker. Social media. Yes. And Mike invited me along to a screening of one of his short films which was called Meeting Daddy. It was by the amazing Bex Rycroft. And it happened to be on a weekend that Derek was visiting. But because we didn't know London particularly well, we couldn't find where it was being screened until after the screening. (laughs) (laughs) But we did go for drinks afterwards and met Mike. It's Um, the best part. The drinks reception afterwards is the best part. So we met about eight years ago, briefly then, Uh, and sort of stayed in touch here and there for... A while after? Yeah, it was it was a really weird one because I was working on a script with someone and you'd randomly sparked up a conversation on Twitter and he was like, oh, you're in London, you're looking for friends, you don't know anyone, you should go mm. and speak to my friend and go to his thing and that yeah. was it. It was a really nice introduction. There we go, now in like a writing team, power team, de force, <laughs> uh, working on sequins, making it all show. So this is like, this is Amy has come from your insane not insane but humongous love for drag queens and drag culture yeah and entertainment because you're also at the moment aren't you on a drag course i am yes it's called the art of drag and it is run by michael twaits at the royal vauxhall tavern and michael runs these courses regularly the art of drag uk is now on all social media um they will be doing a show at the underbelly on the south bank so do check them out and if you are interested in drag in any way shape perform on any end of the gender spectrum go along it's great it's uh really open really friendly highly recommend it but it's been a lot of fun and i've met some really nice people and so yeah what's your um drag character name um she's irish and her name is saoirse gronin oh nice (laughs) Uh, what what do you love about being a drag king What's your favourite? Um, I'm actually into drag queen. Drag so, queen? So, yeah. Female body drag queen. There's quite a few on the circuit now. It's becoming more and more of a, an entity to itself. Um, and, I mean, originally I thought I would take the course because I'm writing this mm-hmm. film and I wanted to get some first-hand experience. But also I've been a fan of drag and the art of drag for many years. Um At first, when I thought about it, I thought, "Mm, maybe not, I should do drag kinging. But the more I've gone to see drag in London um, at venues like Her Upstairs, Vauxhall Tavern, Two Brewers, I mean, there's so many female body drag queens out there now. And I mean, one just won Her Upstairs' competition, not another drag competition recently. So, Mm -hmm. you know, definitely have their place in the industry um very popular so i thought well yeah let's do it yeah Yeah, let's just just own it so and the thing i think about drag is it's not about your starting gender it's Mm -hmm. about the art form that drag is it's about the makeup it's about creating a character i mean what i'm doing could be classed as character comedy Mm -hmm. but with the makeup i'll be doing um and accentuating the female form Mm -hmm. that's what makes it drag so it's just about playing with gender in that way so my character will have very over pronounced facial features Mm and you know, we discovered yesterday <laughs> that ass padding would be a good thing for her to have. So, well, of course, everyone needs a bit of ass padding. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. Um, Derek, 
You've also got a podcast. Yes. What play tell is that? So the podcast is called The Murfritons. It's with my partner, Steve Cheriton. And my surname is obviously Derek Murphy. So you can see where we're going here. so cute. Murphy, Cheriton, (laughs) Murfritons. Keep an ear out for it. Yes. Not Um, that I'm trying to steal your audience or anything, Katie, but we could share them. I see you. Because they're so lovely. I see you. There's enough space for them to love us both, right? (laughs) Um, And (laughs) you've got um, a web series called Negotiation. Yes. So um, I'm in a web series called Negotiations at the moment, which is a comedy about Brexit. Oh, joy. Now, I'm sort of almost nervous to talk about this because I'm never sure sort of, because it's such a kind of controversial topic. Yeah, it's... I'll just say it's funny. It's a it's funny, funny, funny web series about Brexit. So li- we'll try and get some sort of comedy <laughs> out of this kind of already comedic situation. I mean, yeah, it kind of is farcical when you read the from both sides, isn't it? When you read the the web, yeah, the newspapers and stuff. Um, you've also got uh, my boy Jack. Yeah, I'm doing a radio play at the moment with Listening Books. Um, it's my boy Jack. Um, it's a story about Rudyard Kipling. Uh, during World War One, oh, nice. and people might be familiar with that. It was a book, and then it was made into a TV series. It was starring Daniel Radcliffe and Kim Cattrall. Um, so some people might be familiar with that. So listen, have a listen to that if you can. And uh, what what got you into acting? I started when I was about four. It was just mm-hmm. one of those. So I have um, a brother and two sisters, and we were all put into acting classes as kids just as a way to sort of like build confidence and you know have a bit of fun and meet some new people and that kind of thing and Derek built the confidence of all four (laughs) (laughs) they now sit in the corner and say nothing well no you should see the lot of us around your table there's just not a quiet second to be honest Amy's been there she knows what it's like um so yeah I just love it yeah what's your favorite um medium I guess of performing do you know what right maybe the wrong word but it's always been theatre I think because it's just built into me because I've done it for so long and mm-hmm. it's really what we trained a lot in as well because what we did a lot of was theatre performance but I love filming and like film and TV and I want and I've started doing a lot more of that with Mike and with Amy Um and I'm really starting to appreciate that much more as well because it's so different. Mm. It is a completely different medium. And it's it, it, a lot of people seem to think that if you're an actor, you can just do both. And that automatically, because you're an actor, you can be, you know, in front of a camera, you can be on a stage. But it's so completely different. Yeah, because it's different... Um adrenaline isn't it it's like because uh, I'm an adrenaline junkie yeah. so like I love live performance because you get that instant hit of I'd, I'd done good or I did a yeah. really bad job <laughs> um, and trying to get through it And but then on when you're doing filming stuff it's kind of different it's a different adrenaline it's like because there's so much going on around you you're such a tiny little fragment of what is actually happening completely so it kind of puts it into perspective a lot more I think because when you're in the theatre sometimes you forget because you've done all the rehearsals so when you're actually in the show you're the one you're the one out there everyone's watching but I think what you said though even about getting that immediate response from a live audience a mm. lot of actors don't enjoy filming because of that yeah Do you know because it is they want that immediate reaction they want the applause they want which is fine obviously because a lot of us you don't get the chronological um 
story either you don't no. get to live a character yeah. start to finish like you do on stage you yeah, could exactly. be filming your last scene on day one yeah. yeah so it's also about i suppose the best actors who can do screen work it's that ability to switch on and off and in and out of emotion yeah at not short notice but at well yeah like yeah. at a very small warning sort of getting warmed up and then going on and giving a very small it's kind of maybe segment of performance maybe more instant a way of performing yeah because it's straight in boom and um, because especially if I mean if you're on stage and you're doing a long run of a play or any musical as you would know or um, like you can really build a character and the character changes from your first performance to yeah, your last yeah. performance I've always imagined from an actor's point of view there's also got to be more trust in the producers and the director and, and the people around you because you're creating an amazing piece of a jigsaw puzzle that then someone's going to go away and a month later yeah. start putting together yes from all the takes and so there's almost like that faith of someone standing there and saying yeah what you're doing is great and it's going to work as a piece because you don't know that until you see the finished thing months and months later yeah it's, again it's that immediacy it's not yeah. it's not there and Michael obviously director extraordinaire <laughs> you've got loads of projects on at the moment um but talk us because you didn't you get um shortlisted or win an award um was it the date oh yes so the date's been uh picking up some more festival selections it's sort of near mm. the end of its year-long film festival run mm-hmm. um it's playing the portland comedy film festival Brill. and at that festival it's nominated for uh best comedy uh best rom-com actually more oh, specific wow. very specific um and then i have another film a short starting the festival scene and that will be having its world festival premiere at the fastnet film festival in skull in cork where derek has a little house <laughs> that's where i'm yeah, from <laughs> <laughs> but i don't have anything to do with that film <laughs> but everyone should go see it anyway yes derek fabulous. derek is in the previously mentioned Derek stars the in date. the date. Indeed, I do. What's the name of this new one? Uh, the latest one's called Bungie. Bungie, cool. And it's co-written and co-starring Lydia King mm-hmm. and Richard Soames. Oh, fabulous! Who are delightful. What got you into directing? Weirdly, I started as a producer. Oh, okay. So I did my masters in producing for film and TV at Royal Holloway. Mm-hmm. And I love that side of things. So taking someone's words on a page and helping a director to realise their vision, you know, mm-hmm. putting the logistics in place to allow creative people to do their jobs. Yeah, yeah. And as I went through that career, you know, I had, I worked with some amazing directors and watch what they do. And I thought, I really like what they do, that hands-on creative. Mm-hmm. And you kind of find yourself going, well, I just want to have a go at it. And we were doing um, sort of a self-funded Virgin Media short, which was a scheme a few years ago that doesn't run anymore. And it was a small team of like six. Um, and um, our director, the person who was going to direct it, basically dropped out with a couple of weeks to go. Mm-hmm. And I'd co-written it and I jumped in and said, I'll do it. I'll give it a go. There's not much to risk when it's such a small crew and you wrote it anyway. Yeah, and you've yeah. got to shoot it all in a day. And um, I had a blast. I had the best experience. And that project got long listed mm-hmm. in the competition. So I was like, yeah, this is great. I'm really enjoying it. And we had a, we had a good response to the film. So it can't have been terrible. So yeah. I went from there. And I've kept both parts of the job. I still produce for some other directors. And then I direct separately. Cool. Yeah. And um, what would you say about uh, to people thinking about getting into directing? 
Um, what's kind of the biggest piece of advice, I guess? Have a really hard think about whether you want to do that with your life. Um, it's <laughs> this is coming no. from someone that loves directing. Yeah. I love directing, but it is it has to be a love. Yeah. It can't Anything be a... in this industry is difficult. You know, yeah. it, oh, you need yeah. so much passion for any of it and a lot of drive. Exactly. It's. It, I didn't mean to put anyone off, but it's not a career choice. It's a lifestyle choice. That's the way of looking at oh, it. Oh, snap. It's that kind of like you go to bed thinking, <laughs> Thinking about your latest project and how you're going to get it off the ground and how you're going to make it better and you wake up first thing in the morning it's the first thing you think about it is an all-encompassing thing that will either consume and ruin your life or make it enriched and you'll love it you are catchphrase heavy tonight <laughs> consume and ruin your life <laughs> or enrich your life <laughs> um, now amy you've prepared uh, some haikus for us yes these are drag queen related haikus so i have called them drag coup a breastplate well worn will make jealous fools of girls with cheap, fake titties. Sickening face work, you beautiful bitch, but girl, that ass needs padding. Just be you, honey, and if that means tucking it, baby, tuck with pride. Lip sync for your life. Batting big drag lashes pays into the dress fund. Today, wig stitching, get seven pairs of breasts washed, drag yourself through life. I'm serving up true, elegant, runway fierceness. That crown is mine, ho. Tired-ass showgirl? At least I am a showgirl, bitch. Owning my talent. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, um, I felt like RuPaul was that before me. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, now, uh, we move on to how-to, uh, the section where I teach you guys how to do something. Yeah, um, this should be interesting. Because I feel like you guys are very professional, um, but maybe there's a few things you don't know about your profession that I can help you with. Um, it's so entirely possible. <laughs> so I've been unlikely. <laughs> I've been on a popular website um, which teaches you how to do things, uh, not naming any names, and I've uh, found a, a link to how to make a movie for under ten thousand dollars. This one might be for you, Michael. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, point two on there. We'll cut straight to point two. Is um, write a script. That's literally it's a it solid says. start. Yeah, that that's point two. That's point two. <laughs> what was point one? <laughs> um, I think point one was buy Final Cut for one hundred and seventy dollars. Ah, uh, okay. I feel like somebody is sponsoring. Mm, yeah. Do you think point one was watch that video? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> point this? one should surely be have a good idea. Have a good yeah. Because well, it's like I've bought the software. <laughs> I need to write a script. Write a script. I'm just gonna hash. Well, hash it out in the morning if it was simple as simple as having a good idea to know everyone would be doing it <laughs> exactly <laughs> um and yeah it's literally just one bullet point how to write a script uh, just write a script so just, just do it yeah just do it because it's quite easy right amy so oh easy. yeah simple i mean yeah. I, I churn out a script a week yeah basically <laughs> yeah. and that's quite slow if we're honest about yeah. it that's real slow for us watching amy work it's like the end of um, <laughs> the steam you know watching amy, off the keyboard. watching amy work it's like the end of um, murder she wrote <laughs> if murder she wrote had a lot more swearing and people throwing their laptop around. and i can use both <laughs> sides of my brain so the left brain is writing one script and the right brain's writing oh, the other like, so okay. technically it's two a week like two rock me a day at once. <laughs> um, I yeah. also found another how-to: how to make a movie as a kid. 
okay. as well, which I thought, yeah, I thought maybe this would have some um, good ideas. Um, but this one actually starts with, to make a movie as a kid, you will need a green screen props yeah. actors a director producers a plot a place to film and a camera easily done easily where the hell done. are these kids getting do these kids live on like a back lot of Burbank like the Warner Brothers studios because <laughs> I don't know screen. like it's not given a budget on this one I feel like the other one had a clear budget $10,000 and it started with you know $170 on Final Cut <laughs> write a script for free which yeah. you can do in a week um, I feel like that had clear goals this one just seems like who, which kid is this aim high yeah do you know if you're going to do it aim high <laughs> um, so this is the promoty-woty section of the show where you guys should promote yourselves yeah, anyway, so what you got coming up, all your Twitter stuff, all your website stuff, Michael, take it away. Okay, so all of my stuff is on www.mikebeddows.com. That's B-E-D-D-O-E-S.com. I'm at at Michael Beddows on Twitter and at Michael J. Beddows on Instagram. And on there, you can see all the stuff we're up to, the short film we're going to film this summer sequins. Uh, you can see what's going on with Bungie on the festival scene and all the various feature film developy type stuff that is going on, as well as the commercial adverty stuff that pays the bills. Woo! Whoop, whoop. Derek. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Derek M. Murphy, M for Michael. Or you can find me on Instagram at Dirkle Smurf. D-I-R-K-E-L Smurf That was my nickname for him That was Amy's nickname So I stole it (laughs) Um, Also you can hear me on Listening Books Doing uh, My Boy Jack Or you can hear me on iTunes On the Murfordins podcast And if you happen to be in Broadstairs this summer I will be in Dial M for Murder (laughs) So come along and see that as well Um, Yeah Yay Yay. (laughs) Amy Right So on Twitter I am Humor script. Uh, that's the English spelling with a U. Humor script. Um, randomly on Instagram, I am Missy Laming, all one word. That's a combination of nicknames my sister gave me. And we, yeah, the upcoming stuff mainly is the short four sequence. Um, I mean, my bit's done. I've written it, so I'm happily letting. Uh, Mike get on with <laughs> making that happen but you know I help when I can I, I, I make, I'm making scones to serve <laughs> she makes killer scones thank you so much for listening to the Force and the Spurious podcast with me Katie Pritchard today we've had Michael Beddows director Derek Murphy actor and Amy Clark writer uh, we've had everything we've had Amy Clark's uh, drag queen haikus uh, we taught everyone how to make a movie in under $10,000 uh, feel free to check out our website um, it's thefastandthespurious.com a massive shout out to Maple Street Studios to my producer Catherine her and to her company podcastpioneers.com visit us on the web we love you I've been Katie Pritchard on my radio show we've had Derek Murphy Amy Clark and Michael Beddows and me all up in your ear we hope you had fun while we've been chatting on here my mates came round and we made this show it's the force and the glorious I'ma sing it one more time so it gets stuck in your head it's the force and the glorious Katie Pritchard's The Fast and the Spurious. Katie Pritchard's The Fast and the Spurious. Katie Pritchard's The Fast and the Spurious. The Fast and the Spurious. The Fast and the Spurious.